I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your Friday episode of Private Parts. Um, now, it's the last episode of the year. Uh, amazing one. We have Katie Price, who's back again because she was just so hilarious last time. Um, but it's the last episode, uh, guest-wise, of the year. And before we begin the episode, I want to say a big thank you to everyone. Um, I know everyone has so many plans all the time and you're probably busy and you have other podcasts you could listen to and do other things. But I just want to say a huge thank you from me and the team for just constantly tuning into this podcast and enjoying it and staying with us and um, loving the guests and to all the guests who have come on. So I just want to say a huge thank you to every single person who put, put your time in your day to listen to me waffle on, which has been amazing. I also want to say Merry Christmas to everybody because Christmas is Christmas is right around the corner. So whatever you're doing, I hope you have the most amazing, wonderful time. Um, today's guest, as always, and a lovely Christmassy one, is Katie Price. She knows needs no introduction. She's been on the podcast uh, before. It was insane. She's back on again. So without further ado, have a Merry Christmas and please enjoy the episode with Katie Price. back she's back <laughs> she's back can i tell you the, the last podcast we did together blew up did it really it went wild because everyone even now because i do my tiktok lives they're like oh my god your podcast with jamie lang was brilliant like it, so many people listen to it and like on you went viral on tiktok did it it got like how many got like three four million views or something are you like serious 
serious? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not just me. It's you as well. No, it's not me. Team I, effort. We're a team. Team effort. I, I feel like I feel like it's a team effort because it's like an un, sort of uh, unexpected team. Yes. Mm. It's like chalk and cheese. Well, maybe a little bit of chalk and cheese. And also, you've got your sister here today. Oh, I can see she's got the mic I'm on. Am I balling you? I, she, how many times has she told me off since I've been sitting in this chair? A few times. She told you that not you... Not to vape. Not to vape. Yeah. Because I've said on my podcast, I am going to stop. I said I am going to stop, which means I haven't yet. Well, when, when's the date? When are you well, stopping? Well, today, because this one's running out. Okay. Um. So, we've got to ask, what is it like being uh, Katie's sister? I don't really think about it anymore, to be honest. <laughs> it, honestly, it's stressful. Stressful, get a bit of anxiety. Um, but I don't really think about it anymore. Do like Okay, but me as a person, as your sister, mm. I'm fine. It's what comes with me. Mm. Yeah, that's it's, what... That's what you need to explain. As be a, honest. Be as honest as, as you... As a person? Yeah. Oh, God. All over the place. Um, chaotic. Vulnerable. So vulnerable. So vulnerable. So vulnerable and so sensitive. Insecure. Oh my god. <laughs> um kind. Very kind. But yeah, I'd say vulnerable for me is a key one. That's why I feel like I've always got to get my back. Yeah. Support why? and help and all the rest of it. Katie, do you think you're vulnerable? Very. Why do you think you're vulnerable? But I think it's a nice trait to have. Yeah. I'm I... definitely not arrogant. No. And I think you would you would expect me to be arrogant because mm. I celebrate thirty years the next year in the industry. And by the way, I'm going to do a massive party because I started in the nineties. I will explain why I'm vulnerable. You know what I do? I go off on these tangents. You didn't even ask me that. But yeah, I'm but can gonna... I just say quickly? Do you know the, the the greatest thing? I say this every single time. So people who watch or listen to the podcast, they were like, "What is she?" And I said, "You're honestly the best storyteller because what you, you I ask you a question or say something, and you do this amazing thing where you sort of look up into your library of stories and you go." <laughs> And you go, okay, that one, you pick it out from your mind and then you start telling it. It's so good. That That's what I'm doing now. I am going to answer the vulnerable bit. It's good, yeah. But 30 years in the industry next year, you know and I know it's a tough industry and mm. I'm still here. Because I started in the 90s, I want to do a pop, proper big carpet event, invite celebs, whatever ones want to turn up because they might go, oh, I'm not going to wear an event. But do it 90s theme. Because I always think if you do like fancy dress or have to dress up, you know, like Jonathan Ross does. Yeah. Not that I'm Jonathan Ross, but I've been to his before. And people really go to town when it's fancy dress. But I want to do it 90s and have all my memorabilia up, all old costumes and things like that. And really celebrate having 30 years in the industry. And I think I bloody deserve it. You have 30 years in the industry, but I feel like you sometimes still have this imposter syndrome. Yeah, so this vulnerability, you would think being in the industry 30 years, I've been there, done it, and you'd think I'd have the attitude of being arrogant, not giving people the time of day, but I'm the opposite. I still have that drive, that eagerness, and still want to work. I just love it. I'm hungry still. It, that hasn't worn out, which is quite rare, I think, in what, this industry. Why do you think you have imposter syndrome, though? Because you just said, when I said that, you were like, well, I'm not Jonathan Ross. I'm not the, I mean, I imagine so many people would want to go to your party. Oh, I would put on a good party. You would do. Oh, I, but I do. When I've had house parties and stuff like that, fancy dress, you've got to either do it all or nothing. You know, get the caterers like DJs and all. You've got to do it properly, haven't you, mm. if you're going to do it. Um, but I just love it. I love people. Love being around people. Just having fun. Life, people take life too seriously. People are so, oh, I've got to do this right, that right. And some people say you've played the game well. But the, the truth is, 
I haven't played a game. It's literally just what I do. I'm not manufactured. I said this before. I don't know what it is with me, but there's. It's just. I'm a. I'm a nightmare in a good little way. Yeah, she's yeah. a beautiful chaos. That's exactly it. Oh, I it. love that yeah, word. I thought so. you'd like that. Do you know what my next book should be called? Beautiful chaos. What number book would that be? Love that again. That would be the 55th. 55? 55th. Is that such a word? 55th. 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 55. Yeah. Okay. I, I also want to know this. You know, um, I'm a Celebrity is on at the moment. And you were on I'm a Celebrity. Twice. You were on it twice? Yes. What? I'm the only one who's done it twice in the Australian jungle. You did the Australian one as well? Twice. Wait, wait hang on. You did the Australian one twice? Yes. No, you didn't. I did. The first one was when I met Pete. Yeah. And then the second one, oh my God, I ended up walking because every single day the public were getting me to do the challenges every day. And because I swore on my kids' laugh, I said, if the public vote me on this day, I'm walking. And because I said that, I couldn't go back on it. And I tell you now, my mum was on the phone, the producers were on the phone in that wood bit, wherever you go, yeah. telling me to stay. And they were sort of hinting that I was doing well and I that I possibly could win. They didn't say it in them words, but that was the vibes. But because I swore my kids' lives, I thought I can't because I'd feel dreadful. And then I ended up looking at what the challenge was and it was an easy one. I could have easily done it. But when you're doing the challenges every day, you automatically think you're being hated. But now, because that was years ago, I think that was about 10 years ago, that was the last one I did. Bloody hell, is it Was it 10 long? years ago? Was it 10 years ago? Which is the, the one where you one? met, when was when you met Pete? That must have been nearly 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years. Oh my God, it sounds so old, 20 <laughs> years ago. But that's good credit for the show that it's still going. But you didn't you didn't hook up in the jungle, did you? There was no, Not like, the second time, no. But not the first time, there's no like kissing or anything like that in the jungle? No, no. There's didn't nothing? Do any, didn't do anything, no. Really? No, nothing. And I wouldn't, not on telly. You, not even a kiss? No. <laughs> really? Nothing. I thought I seem to remember you guys, but you did you did you kind of fall in love there or no? It was weird. It's such a um, combined. It's such an unusual si situation yeah. to be in, and like everything is heightened, and you just end up the way I say it, you end up becoming like gorillas in there. The reason I say that because you start mimicking each other, you start hearing the insects and thinking, right, we know it's night time. You get so in tune with what's around you. It's really weird. And I remember when I came out. It was weird to see people and cars back to normality because you're just so confined into this jungle space and rice and beans. Like it was just, it's a weird. It's like situation. this like situation that you're in. So you're kind of like in this community, this small little community. Yeah, right? but I I say anyone who ever gets offered the chance to do that show, that is the one to do because it's so unique, and all you can do is sit there and think about things and about your life. My mind didn't really do that for me, did it? You know. Um, but no, it's a really good experience. You really do starve. You really are hungry. And the challenges really are tough, as I know, because I had to do them every day again the second time. You, you've been in the industry 30 years, right? So that's like a lot of different decades. What do you think? The 90s different to now? Well, this is interesting because when I'm on TikTok a lot now, obviously a lot of youngsters are on it. Yeah. And then some people are like, God, you look like Katie Price. Or some people go, is that Jordan? There's a lot of people who have no idea about what I've done in the past. So now I say to people, look, if you want to know what I did before, just Google Jordan 
or Katie Price or Jordan the model. And then you'll see, and I said, you'll be surprised what I've actually done in my life. Because mm. I think people just think I'm this old 45-year-old woman who's had plastic surgery sitting there trying to sell like um, a little... QVC. Little QVC <laughs> astronaut thing that glows on the wall. Like, they're like, and then some people are like, what has your life resorted to? And I'm like, well, you're clearly loving it because you're watching it. Do you want to buy what I'm selling? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? TikTok's the way forward. Like, I'm moving with times. Like, <laughs> yeah. if I could revert back to times, you know, you get all influences. Yeah. I bet you none of them would survive the hard work that I had to do because what you've got to remember, it was all magazines, newspapers, photos. It's completely different. You didn't have the social media platforms. So anyone now, I believe anyone can make a name of themselves that quick overnight on TikTok and all these platforms. But I don't think that that doesn't create longevity, which you've had, right? This is what I mean. People have to remember it isn't long. There'll be something else apart from TikTok soon, then TikTok will go. I think Instagram's sort of dying out now, I think. Mm. TikTok's the way forward. So when people are like, oh, you've resorted to TikTok, I'm like, are you joking? So many people make so much money on TikTok and it is like a QVC. QVC was massive back mm. in the day. And I love it. I'm at home working and people, and I say to people, I'm at home working. How lucky am I? And I'm getting to choose what I want to like offer you guys to buy and I'll get it discounted price. So what? I do that, do my podcast, doing my Channel 4 show, doing um, my masterclasses. Yeah. And then we've got our podcast show coming up. I'm literally so busy and I love it because I'm picking and choosing what I want to do. And you've got your panto. Bloody panto. <laughs> Two you know pantos. What? You have two yeah, pantos. Well, two pantos. You, an adult version. The adult, which me and mum cannot wait oh, to go and see. Can't, can you can you just explain quickly? It's it's Christmas time, right? That's where you got to hatch on things that you're doing an adult. But it's over 18s. Right. So this right. So the one in December, which I'm going to in a few days. Have I learned the script? No, because Sophie gave it to me a week late because it got sent to her. I didn't give it to you a week late. No, they sent it to you and me exactly the same time. But I reckon Bunny's picked yours up. Yeah, because Bunny's always going out. Who's Bunny? My daughter. Oh, okay. Because she's on this site called Team You. Mm -hmm. And she's got my card. And Mm -hmm. she's so clever. And I see packages come all the time. She's just ordering stuff off it all the time. (laughs) So if I have got something, before I know it, she's opened it. So Christmas presents I can't order because she'll open it before I've even opened it and wrapped it. She's such a nightmare. But anyway. Wait, so hang what is the the name of the adult panto you're doing? Right. Big Dick Whittington and his pussy. (laughs) And I am playing... Queen Rat. Um, that what is what happens in it? What happens in it? I haven't got the script for that one. That's the end of January for a week only. Yeah, but what happens if it's got nudity and things like that in it? I actually don't know. It's obviously going to be right near the point or to the point or on the point. But sex? Oh, no. I don't be no. I, no. No, not I'm, you. Not you. But I'm saying, is there going to be people having sex in the oh, show? I doubt it would be that, will it? Which, no, it I'm looking at Soph. Soph wouldn't have it? me on the show like that. It's, it's 18 and over, though. So what is that? I think it would just like adult humour. Oh, okay. I just only was like, be like I thought she's people getting her kit off. And, no, I didn't think yeah. you were, Katie. I thought that other people in the show were potentially going to be I getting. I have like, actually no idea. I've never been to an adult version panto, but I suppose <laughs> it would be more the in. Mind you, this family one that I'm doing. You always have an in, innuendo, I can't what's the way, innuendo, innuendo yeah. anyway, what adults would know was rude, but the kids wouldn't. Does that yeah, make that sense? Yeah, that makes sense. 
Wait, um, but to, so going back to, because I, I love going back in the archives and thinking about it. So because you became big as, as we know, we spoke in the last podcast, became big in the 90s and you were everywhere. You were on posters. You were on, I told you, when I was at boarding school, you were on my wall. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> what magazines did you get? Because FHM, magazine, yeah, we had. Yeah, loaded. I've got all yeah, the medals. Loaded. Where did I say medals? All the things at home where I've won. Decade Girl of the Loaded Year. Twice, um, FHM, 100 Sexiest, I was always in that. Weren't you number one sexiest person? I was in top 10. <coughs> I can't remember what number. I never made it to number one. It was normally like Kelly Brick or Halle Berry. Was that who it was? Normally them lot. I reckon it was all fixed. I, but I should have been number one. You should. <laughs> but, it was, but also it was one of these things where the, the press was so different then, right? And yeah. how hectic was it for you? So if you could probably answer this one, how hectic was the press at the time? Like back then when it was, the only way people could see you, there was no social media, there yeah. was no TikTok, there was none of that. So it was basically magazines. That's yes. how people saw you. Or they would have to take photos of you and put it in newspapers. Exactly. So how would, would, would photographers and people turn up at your house? It was because I was out and about all the time. Uh, it's so different then. And I don't think, mind you, the stories, no. I think today... People are so desperate for stories that I think they've upped the game of them being nasty stories, not just on me, on everyone. They, you never really read good news. It's always doom, gloom, or let's have a go at that person or this person. Let's get intrusion on their relationship or this. Whereas back in the day, um, it wasn't really like that. I think because everything is on social media now, that the papers are... You know, they're desperate to keep catch ah. people's eyes, so they make it more like, you know. They make it, they sort of amp it up a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, that's what I think happens. I don't think they got any respect for me these days. Um, Does that upset you? A lot. And I think it's cruel. Um, like, I did this event the other week, and um, these two gay guys, and they've got, like, a lot of shops. So I opened one of their shops for them. Mm. And then the, the son... Um, had me picture of one because he sort of had his arm round me in one of the pictures and said, oh, with her new mystery man. I'm like, what do you mean, new mystery man? So I put up to the sun and I put the journalist's name. I think his name was Oliver. I can't remember his surname. I said, this is such bad journalism. I said, number one, why would you ruin a good night? It's a gay couple. Put their names. I said, it's an opening of their shop. There's no mystery man. Why are you trying to, like create stories that aren't true, basically. Because mm. it really does annoy me. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Does it upset you the stories that are not true or, or people just being mean and commenting mean things? Um, I don't really me- read the comments. Well, um, can I just say one thing? What on. I find interesting about journalists and the articles, say if Kate would call them out on Instagram, we then get an email from the journalists asking for the call out to be taken down off stories. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, it's all right for them to write the story in the yeah. first place, but then if I out them back, I, we they get don't an email like saying, "Can you please take that down? It's not very nice." La la la. So, so they lie, they make yeah, something yeah. up, and then they ask you to take down you countering it. Yeah. Well, and and do you take it down? No. Well, so does my Instagram. sometimes. So it depends what it is. Depends what it is. Why? But because like, for instance, that last one we didn't. Well, no, because it's yeah. cold, like yeah. blatantly untrue. Yeah. Why? Because you're nervous of then the reaction the press will do if you don't take oh, it no, down. Oh no, I don't care about no. that. They've done enough damage. They've done enough damage for that. Um, it's just if you're going to write something. The thing is, I've come a long way from getting out of a bad situation from the breakdown. Like I've really done well, got myself back on my feet, working. My, I'm just hungry for it again. And instead of them bringing that up with me they still want to try and put me down which I'd never get back there but it's hard it's like I'm trying to swim up to get air and every time I'm near there they're like bop bringing me back down but inside I know I'm doing well with what I'm doing everything you know work-wise I'm in a completely I feel like I've gone back to where I was in my 20s with that fresh mind eager for it all again and it's so refreshing and everyone can see it. They're like, this is the Kate we like. Mm. You've got that driving force be- um, behind you. And it's weird. I don't normally manifest on anything, but being like that, things are just, op- doors are open. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so much better. I'm really enjoying this. But this time I'm in control. I don't have a manager to tell me what I can and can't do. I've learned. And now it's like, I'm starting it again. So who knows, another 20 years, we could be sitting here again. I, with with the, when you went through your breakdown, and you know, we, we sort of mentioned it before, what, what was leading up towards that? Um, it just got, and then when you're cheated on so bad with the best friends, this and that, the betrayal, it just got so much. And at the same time, the media bashing me, I was literally, wherever I turned, there's like, it was noise, darkness, darkness. Mm. And then you get to a situation where you don't want to talk to anyone. You hide yourself away. And where you're not communicating with people or bills or anything like that, it escalates and escalates and escalates. 
And then you're in this hole, like, oh my God, I can't do, I just can't do anything. I can't do any of it. So that's why I ended up in the Priory to like, they make you realize whatever problem or anything that you think it is, there's always a solution. You have to prioritize what comes first. And they just help you sort of deal with it in your mind because it was ruminating. Everything was ruminating in my mind. If people don't know what I mean by ruminating, you go to bed like, thinking about, oh my God, what's gonna happen? You'd think of the bad and nothing's even happened yet. You'd think, oh my God, this, what if this happens and that happened, but it hasn't happened. But you start thinking the worst, the worst, the worst, to the point you just don't wanna be there anymore. Did so. you decide to go to the Priory or, or Sophie, did you? No, I think it's a mixture both, of both. Yeah. We sort of, basically not I wanted to kill myself. Go, I wanted to kill myself and I didn't wanna yeah. be here. Okay, and I was still, no, but I did and I tried and I even survived that. So it's like fucking now. Maybe I'm not meant to go. There. Yeah, it was wasn't a. Oh, it wasn't, no, it, it was, was really awful, bad. It was, it was bad. Awful. Yeah. Can I yeah. just say, you, you, and so you all know this as well. You, you always does this thing when you talk about something. You do this in life when you when you go into your serious mode, and you talk about something. You you offset it by still trying to make light of it because it's almost like you don't do want to. Do that. Yeah. You don't want to face it. But I did face it in the Priory. It was horrific. They had me like, they have the rooms, even the plugs in the Priory. They got no chains or anything on them. The curtains are on Velcro. There's just no way you can even damage yourself. You're not allowed razors. You're not allowed nothing. I was on watch at first, like every 15 minute watch. Okay, I am so sorry. Oh no, I've gone through that now. I'm, and it was yeah. bad at the time. Like I will look back. So people can think that I was in a shit place. The, and while I was in there, the media was still writing stories in there. It's like I could not get away. So then I wasn't allowed on my phone. Um, but I was in there five or six weeks. And it was the best thing I ever did. Really? Because you're mixed with other people in there. And all different walks of life. And you hear their stories. And sometimes I would sit there and go, oh my God, you're only in here for that. Is that all you're in here for? I wish I was only in here for that. But what could be small or big to me isn't to someone else. And it's hearing other people. And then when you do your sessions, because you do group sessions and single sessions, I suppose they retrain your brain is how I'd say mm. it, to make you realize things aren't as bad as you think. But when you're in that situation, you just believe everything is bad, 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 bad. You think everyone's gonna have a go at you. And where the family were like, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you picking your phone up? I would even moan at that. What's wrong with you? What do you mean? You're on my case. But now I can reflect back and think it's because they were worried. They cared. But at the time I was like, look, even you're on my case. And it's because they're helping. And I think thankfully, because I've got such a good family, they were there for me. And there are people out there who haven't got that support around them or family. Mm. And you can see why it can end in misery. And they've got no guidance. Because I have got a good family, they, were, they helped me through it. You said that you sort of tried to take your own life did you yeah I tried to hang myself and I was in the toilet and I remember waking up my mobile phone was down the toilet and I had black eye I was just and I had bruises here and I was like fucking hell this is bad and I survived it and I'm like oh my god and that's a wake-up call because I look at my kids' faces. I would never do it again because when you're in that dark moment you don't think about anything now I'm not in that moment mm. How, would, how could I ever do that to my kids? Like, how could you ever do that? Like, now I think, oh my God, imagine my kids, how they would feel like not having their mum. Imagine Harvey, someone explain it to them or the kids, you know. I would never, ever, ever let myself do it. And I always say to people, if you're low, 
the best thing to do is communicate, tell someone. You're not going to bore your friends. You know, if they're true friends, they will listen to you. Because mm. I ended up sounding like, I'll try and deal with it myself. No, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I'd be short with people. But trying to put on a brave face. I remember when I did Loose Women, mm. they never realised I was really suffering then. And it's weird, because I doubt they'd have me on the show now and I'm absolutely fine. But back then, I was going through a breakdown. Do you remember that, So, mm. And they never even knew. I know. Like, so if you oh, you're I not crying. No. Oh, for oh. fuck's sake, mate. So can I just like, because that must, that. I and my mum would cry for anything. Yeah, but, but I <laughs> think. Pathetic. But no, it's not pathetic. <laughs> it's because, but I think it's because, I think it's because, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you because I think it's because it's just like. I love you so. Yeah, and also. I love it. They, I know, but they do. They love me. And I, I know they cry about it and I sit here. But I must have put them through hell, and I didn't mean to put them through hell. I also don't. Th I also sometimes it makes me think that you don't think, because my, my, the amount of um, stuff you've been through yeah. in your life that you sometimes feel perhaps, and maybe I'm just putting what I don't want to put words in my mouth. That feel like people really don't care for you, and actually, so many people care so much about, and, yeah. and so many people you've rely on you as, as a yeah. mum or as a friend yeah. or in business or whatever it is yeah and so and I think it, it, that sort of way that you sort of say oh god I got to this lowest point where you wanted to do something like that it's so upsetting to hear that perhaps people who love you weren't there for you enough and that's probably what's so upsetting right but they, I know they were but what you got no, of course they were there but yeah. they, you felt like you felt like, like they no, were against me like having yeah. to go with me what you doing when really they're checking up but it come to the point which is why now I pick and choose what I want to do because I ended up feeling I'm just a product to people, which mm. when you look back, I am. I, I am, and I still am a product to some people. That's why I pick and choose what I want to do now. Instead of being here, there, and everywhere, people have got to remember, I am a human, I have feelings, I'm not a product. They would just like, yeah, we'll just book Kate for this, 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 because I'm a product. Whereas for the family, I'm not. I'm either their sister, the mum, the aunt, mm. or the friend. Do you know what I mean? So that's why now <clears throat> I enjoy everything I do. I only do what I want to do because I'm not going to make myself ill again. That's why I enjoy everything I do. I love, they didn't have podcasts back then. And I love the podcast. I love talking to other people. Um, and you're the best communicator as well. So you're a storyteller. As well, well, hopefully I can help other people. You know, I'm not here to be all doom and gloom, but I really have been through it. Yeah. The media is is one of the worst industries you can be in. It's so cutthroat, back, you know, backstabbing. It's really, really tough world. To, and I was on my own. I wasn't in a group. I was on my own doing it. If I didn't turn up, no one else would. It's not like if you're in a girl band or boy band, you've got each other. I was on my own. And you'd have to rely on managers or this who really, the managers, they only look at you for their 20%. Okay, can I just ask, I don't want to go more into, because I understand that it's probably tough for you guys. But no, when no, you, when, you can ask me what you like. When you get to that moment, right, and you feel like there's no way out and you then start thinking about taking your own life and then, you know, thank God, thank God nothing happened. And oh, I'm so happy. And you're okay. But then how do you... For anyone who is struggling, I suppose, how do you communicate that to your family or friends and reaching out and asking for help? How did you phone? I, I just think she had a massive breakdown. And then we got a call. Then we all went round. Yeah. And then, and then I remember calling 999, getting them to come round and oh talk to God. you. I can't even remember all yeah. them. It's just a blur. But the, the thankfully, you know, the doctors and all that explained to mum. And then 
I remember I was in the primary and we all had like um. We used to do like a weekly, like it was was it during the pandemic? No, no, before then. Them? I've been in there twice, and I. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I remember we used to do like a. But this was call. the stress level to... one because they are going to bring this up. So what? What's this? Yeah, oh, uh, yes, you. Yes, go yeah, on. Yeah, I'm gonna... This is the peak of my stress during that period. Right. I'm just going to say when you're in the primary, you get all these work sh- worksheets and stuff. So we was on the family like call and I said, right, this is what I've been doing today, stress, about stress. So I was marking them all down and then at the end you add it all up to see which category you're in. And Soph was in the highest and I wasn't. I said, see, Soph, you could benefit being in here with your stress levels. No, it's because I was busy trying to make him, making yeah, sure you were, you were okay. Stressed. I remember following you in the car, <laughs> behind your car, thinking to myself, I am going to make sure she goes to the priory. I am going to make sure she checks in. I am going to sit there and talk to her doctor and say, what the fuck are you doing? Because you need to help her. And yeah. It's tough. I get it. It, It's it's horrible. But anyone out there, all I say is communicate. Never feel ashamed. Because you mm. get to that point, you feel ashamed, you're embarrassed because you want to feel like you're indestructible. No you know one what's is. funny though? Sometimes even now, if I've had a funny few days and you're with mum and I'll call mum and be like, and like, oh, I've got this going on, got this going on. And she's like, are you okay, Soph? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then she'll no. cry. And you're in the car with mum and you're like, what's wrong, Soph? Just talk to us. Come on. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm pissed off over something really And small. I'm like, you'll be fine. And then it's like, yeah. so I think in a way it's what I've learned. I now ricochet on everyone else. Yeah. And it's like. It's, it's it's got a happy ending, thank God. It's that, don't worry, there's still stresses in my life. I have major stresses yeah. going on, quite serious ones. But I can cope with it because you communicate and, you know, I'm, I don't do this stuff on Instagram anymore where Sophie would know if I put, like, these things if she up. Puts, if she puts a quote up. I don't up, do my Instagram now, so If she used to yeah. put a quote up about something, mm. automatically I'd feel sick and think, oh, fucking hell, what's happened now? And then oh, because it would trigger almost yeah, you. Yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah. yeah. That's what it would be. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, it's a trigger. You trigger me. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know what a trigger is now. I didn't think about that. Because every time you, when you used to do that, I used to think, oh, fuck, is she okay? What's wrong now? And then we all used to start calling each other. And it's like, have you heard from Kate? Have you heard from Kate? What, what's wrong? What's wrong? And, and so, now you don't have that worry as well, much. Because I've no. learned I don't need to do that. And then by doing that, then the press pick up. And then it's a story. Then it goes on. So now I've just learned, you know, I've got rid of so many people out my life mm. who don't need to be there. Because you have to remember, why is that person friends with me really? What are they benefiting? And what do I benefit out of them? You have to really look at people around you. And it's true. Like, I've assessed everything around me. I don't retaliate anymore. What is the point? What is the point? I just do what I need to do. I do think, though, where you are enjoying your work at the minute, I said this to you last week, I think your work is almost like a, not therapy, but it gives you structure and routine, which yeah, I, think I love you need. that. Yeah. Okay, everybody, that is the end of part one. As always, just click over to part two and you can listen to the rest of the episode with Katie Price. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 